Welcome back to Down to Watch. Welcome back. My name is Dan. My name is Raul. And we are going to discuss a few new shows slash a returning show. But I had one quick aside for Raul. What's up? Did you hear about the new Beavis and Butthead movie? I didn't. I didn't know. Oh, really? Beavis and Butthead. Oh, no, I really didn't. Okay. So this is, cool. yeah, I think this is brand new news literally as of yesterday where, that's when I heard about it. Remind yeah. me, where did we leave off with Beavis and Butthead last? <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm, I'm not completely, completely 100% sure about this, but I think that the show came back. I think Beavis and Butthead came back like as I Mike Judge. You're right. Yeah. Because remember Mike Judge always like kind of always held sway in some way over a show or like, because he had a uh, Silicon Valley on... Um, HBO that was like you know around for what four or five seasons I think at least five mm-hmm. at least five and uh I always would hear rumblings about Beavis he would always bring up like random things about oh yeah we're gonna do some new Beavis and Butthead shows or something and I did not hear about a movie I loved as a kid the first movie Beavis and Butthead do America do America soundtrack the soundtrack. soundtrack oh my that, god that that loved uh it. isn't that the the um the Chili Pepper song that does not that does oh. that gets a little problematic now <laughs> with the uh, oh I the don't know Asian but, language part oh interesting I didn't even I would not even be able to reference the, what, that, what happened isn't that uh where I go if I heard it I would probably I would know it for sure but I didn't know that there was a problematic <laughs> let me sing That's it funny. <clears throat> okay you know what I'm just reading right now as I looked up that uh that information uh-huh. uh this is very important to me uh. But Paramount Plus is restoring 200 vi- uh, episodes of the original Beavis and Butthead TV show with the music videos. Oh, right. I did hear about that a little while ago. That's yeah. awesome. Paramount Plus. Yeah, that's I, like, that's crazy, right? Because that was like the big deal for a long time with the DVDs back in the day and stuff when they released it. Yeah. They can never do that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And uh, and I'm seeing the, uh, the cast list for... Uh, did you see the name of the movie? The new one, right? Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Yeah. The whole universe. <laughs> They're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't That's even, until we hit record right now, I didn't remember what the name of the other movie was. Uh-huh. And it's because it's do America, you know, do sure. America. So you got to step like, oh, up. Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. The title. Uh, is like I see, uh, obviously Mike judge, uh, who does voices for both, uh, Beavis yeah. and Butthead, right? Yeah. Uh, Gary Cole, Chris Diamantopoulos, I got that. Uh, Nat Faxon, Brian Husky, Shy McBride, Tig Notaro, love Tig Notaro, Stephen Root, Andrea Savage, Martin Starr, Jimmy O. Yang. That's a lot of cool names. Oh, I didn't even see. They're not even on. There's no list of uh, voices on IMDb. Tig Notaro, Stephen Root, and Andrea Savage, cool. Martin Starr. These are four people. Andrea Savage, I, I like cool. a lot. Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I knew nothing about this movie. Uh, I guess it's going direct to Paramount Plus June 23rd. Matt, look at yeah. Paramount Plus trying to make moves. Dude, no, they've been making a lot of moves. Like with the the, the offer, the Godfather movie. Well, what was the first thing? Didn't they... 
Uh, well, Yellowstone. Oh, was Halo. There. I would. Oh, oh right. Halo. You're right. Halo no, 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 for Yellowstone. Their, what's that? Yellowstone is is probably their big like popular thing. I mean, but, but I think ha- Halo was their big like swing at big budget. Yeah, and for their own personally made uh, like TV show that premiered on Who there. Who makes because, Yellowstone? Well, Yellowstone was already, Yellowstone was made by Paramount, but Paramount Plus wasn't a thing when Yellowstone started. Uh, you know what I'm I saying? See. So it's just like it was yeah. like, and there's all these rights things. It's not where, native. Like, it's not native to. Right, and the new season won't be doesn't go direct to Paramount Plus. It has to like go to like the air the yeah it's something weird there's like some weird rights things with it but yeah i mean they're coming up in the world what a, what a what kind of a planet is this where we all had to learn about like uh the the like Stream, uh deals in the background of like <laughs> corporations and ip and crap like that man well it's just like the wild west of this situation because it's Cat so new is. you know so once things get ironed out, there'll probably be obviously like one, two, three services similar to ABC, <laughs> NBC oh, back good. in the day. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Go back to that. Oh, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> oh, consolidating <laughs> everything to like a handful of sources never bit anybody in the butt. No, uh, it's like we're going to go back to cable. Like that's why we try to do it to yeah. get away from cable and we're going to end up all things come back full circle. It's all bad. Anyways, yeah. uh, but this seems like a really cool idea. I, I would definitely watch that. Uh, Beavis and yeah. Butthead Do America was one of those things. I don't know if this happens very often, but yeah. uh, Beavis and Butthead was a very uh, uh, polarizing show back when it was on. Was uh-huh. Pretty strictly between elder and younger people. Right. Uh, and uh, I remember Do America being like a kind of a bridging thing. Like a lot of, oh. I remember getting really good reviews. Yes. I remember people thinking like, oh, I think I get Beavis and Butthead yeah. a little bit better now. Well, yeah, and the movie the movie version of things is usually, because it has to be three acts and it has to be kind of a complete Easier thing. for digestible by normal audiences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little more universal themes and blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good point too. Yeah. So maybe if some of those people stuck around or now Mm -hmm. they're older, they're even older, but for sure, like the kids that watch this, uh, uh, like our generation is going to be checking this out for sure. The, the, to be clear for anybody who's listening, uh, I have gone back and watched some of the Beavis and Butthead jokes over music videos. Uh, not great. I understand that they're not great. (laughs) They're the, the humor is not top tier but it it is very nostalgic especially with with yeah. the with the videos that they're watching yeah no believe me when i was watching the trailer i was like hearing some of these jokes and i was just like i like this at one point right yeah like this is like <laughs> uh, really fun for me yeah i like the uh ren and stimpy at one point yeah too. yeah i think i i think i might still like i think it. i was gonna say like because that's different too because the art is so cool so Ooh, there's like but that guy sucks too like my oh, judge is about great yeah uh, yeah but the Ren Stimpy guy's a little. Uh, I don't know. I forget. I always forget his stupid name. Yeah, uh, there's some issues there. Yeah, it's he's got a Chris Falusi something like that. K. They just call him. I forget what his first name is. Uh, anyways, uh, he made the re. That show came back, and that was bad. That was real bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never yeah. saw it. Yeah, there's some documentary I always wanted to check out related to a lot. Of oh, uh, is it named after the uh, the uh, book? Mm, oh, maybe. I Maybe, yeah. That sounds familiar. There was a couple. There might have been a couple docs, actually, right. that came out. Right, the, yeah. the story of that guy and mm-hmm. what happened behind the scenes of mm-hmm. Ren and Stimpy is a pretty good story. Yeah, like that's what I want. It's an interesting wanna... story, for sure. Yeah, I would like to learn that. 
But yeah, um, it, right. in the time of Ren and Stimpy and The Simpsons, Mike Judge was also there, and he was, and this show was also important. So I'm glad that I'm glad it's coming back. Yeah. Um, all right, should we sh- jump to our first? Well, which one do you want to jump into? We got I would two like to, in the title. Yeah, I would like to jump to the one that is 154, the 154th most popular television show on IMDb. Uh, you can guess what that is. It's not. It's not the one in its fourth season, probably. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still, one fifty four is pretty good. I was for, gonna say, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, it went up twenty spots. It used to. Be, it was at one seventy four. We're talking about pistol. Pistola. The new um, uh, Danny Boyle TV mm-hmm. show. This is his second, I believe, second TV show he's done. What's his first? Um, oh God, I'm gonna forget the name of it. It's oh, about. I okay, you had it on oh, hand. I wouldn't have okay. called you on it if I didn't. Yeah, my bad. Hold on, let me pull it up. Um, it's a race. It's, it's what? It's a race. I'm trying to race you to, <laughs> to figure out what it is. I already got it. Buddy. Well, I could. It's I called could trust. Trust. Yeah, because it's based yeah. on the same thing that was the movie with the, the Kevin Spacey movie that he got the replaced. The Gettys about the Gettys. The Gettys. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They're the Gettys. Is that the same Getty family that? The Getty Center is named after? Yeah, I believe so. Very yeah. cool. If anybody's ever a, in LA that doesn't that's not from here. They're um, Getty Center is the, beautiful. Yeah, they're oil uh they're oil magnates. Magnates. Tycoons, would you say? Yeah, I think they own Texaco. I think they started Texaco oil, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so Danny Boyle is back doing a new show. Another T V show. Yeah, and I like that show fine. Like it wasn't the greatest thing. Um, okay. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. And uh, it looks like though, like tech- oh, was it about a, yeah. a, a a kidnapping? Yeah, that's the, oh, the story yeah. of the kidnapping of the. That's yeah. right. That's right. Because that's the biggest kind of go to. That's what the movie's about too, for the most part too. Is like the because the kid ends up like trying to milk it for right. his own gain, basically. Yeah, it doesn't start as like just straight kid, or it starts as a straight kidnapping, and then it kind of becomes like a. Uh, Stockholm syndrome ish type mm. situation too related to that. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to remember the name of the 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 girl who that was named after. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh. Well, Stockholm. This is the, that was the situation. The that was content the, that people listen for this for this, <laughs> this show for, right? Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Danny Boyle angle is the most was the most interesting angle to me about this show. Because mm-hmm. let me ask you, how much of a Sex Pistols fan are you? I'm not really. I, I really yeah. like I the the fact is like I was watching this and I was like surprised kind of that I even know who they are in a way because it's more just their lore. It's like you know the lore. Yeah. I don't really know the music that well. I know the players, like some involved just like from an arm's length, just like Johnny Rotten, these names like uh Sid Vicious. Sure. Um those are the two names I, I the Steve Jones guy i don't think i i think i'd heard the name but i don't know who that was i was gonna say i know why i know steve jones i know steve hmm. jones for a very specific reason here in hmm. los angeles mm-hmm. you know him from um what's it called oh indy 1031 uh jonesy's jukebox he used to oh. have a radio show here in los angeles where they basically told him indy 1031 uh gave him a radio show and said for these these two hours i think you could do whatever you want it doesn't matter you have no oversight do whatever you want and he did, and it was wildly popular. It was oh, well, wow. wildly popular for an indie station. Right, right. That's cool. So that was like well after, obviously, the Sex Pistols only yeah, lasted yeah, yeah. like you, it's, a couple it, years. It, in fact, uh, he one of the best things about it is that it's he's you know an old man, and you can hear in his voice the miles that he put on it. But 
he had right. a million interesting stories about some of the most like the biggest names in rock and sometimes they would pop into the show to talk for five minutes you know right yeah that's cool so yeah, would he talk about box it bounced around radio stations after kcr or after indy 1031 uh went under but did but, stuff uh, come up about the sex pistols like when he was just randomly oh, yeah, i'm sure yeah. right i'm sure you'd make oh, references sure. to yeah, things. Yeah, yeah yeah that's cool that's cool. It was so you a learned. cool show. Very cool show. And he would play either uh, bands you didn't know about because the guy just knew music really well or like yeah. up and comers that were that were not getting any uh, airtime. Right. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I was just uh, remembering too recently I saw the, the movie Sid and Nancy from 1986 with oh, yeah. uh, Gary Oldman's playing Sid mm-hmm. Vicious. Yeah. Uh, so that was another reference for me because I remember looking up as I was watching that film, I was like, let me see how many albums like the Sex Pistols even have. And I think they have one. I think it's literally, let's double check this. I think they have one complete album that's just like a full. Um, that's Nevermind the Bollocks. That sounds right. Let's see here. That's the album that I know. Yeah, because they were together from the- 75 to 78. It looks like they had some reunions down the road and stuff, but. Um, band member just and, and really, albums. I only know uh, what God Save the Queen and uh, uh, the what's Seventeen. There's a song called no, Seventeen. Uh, the, the other one, the other super famous band, God Save uh, the Queen and uh, Anarchy in the UK. Oh, okay. For for those tracks, are the you two mean, songs right? that I know. Yeah, okay. off the top of my head, those are the Sex Pistols tracks I can pull from. Never mind the bollocks. Here come okay. the Sex Pistols, right? Yeah, and then seventeen they do they perform it in uh, episode two. Um, oh, we should say uh, I'm yeah. one episode into the show. Right, it's a six episode release. Uh, all came out at the same time on Hulu. It's an FX on Hulu thing. Um, I'm two in. I watched two. Which uh, I got to tell you the the first episode I was okay about it. I was like, all right, it's got a decent clip. There's some there's yeah. some bits and bobs that I don't love about it. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a British saying, by the way. Yeah, I like I that. Know. Is it bits yeah. and bobs? I think it is. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but uh, boy, that that sting at the end really made me want to tune into the second episode. Remind me what it was. That's uh, I believe that's Johnny Rotten's introduction, right? Oh, okay. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, because he wasn't initially with that group of those three. He was the he became was, in as the fourth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Jones just ran ran off the stage, right? He had just oh right their first gig. He runs off the stage. He has that fight with his buddy. He runs away, and uh, his buddy, the guy he fights with, is that um, is that Johnny Rotten? Maybe I don't know if Johnny Rotten was in the first. I'm pulling it up here. You think you might be right? Uh, I, this actor looks like Anson Boone. Oh, because Johnny uh, Rotten, they changed his name. Yeah, so his name is John Lit Leiden. Yes, his, he was not born Johnny Rot. Yeah, that's right. But they don't call him it either in the cast. But so you like, Sid Vicious also was not named Sid Vicious yeah. there at the at No, the that's beginning. true. So you kind of need to know John who. Beverly. <laughs> um, yeah, Anson Boone plays Johnny Rotten. Really good actor. He looks fucking psychotic. Big ass cheekbones. Um, I've seen him in some other things too. You recognize that guy, right? Who plays Johnny Rotten? Uh, you know, I thought I did, but I think I'm getting the actor confused with the other oh. actor that's in this show. Oh. Uh, the guy who plays Malcolm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cause you, like, you know that guy, I've seen that guy in stuff too, he, I think. Right. Yeah. He's in Maze Runner. 
And uh, I think I know him from um, Queen's Gambit. Queen's Remember Gambit. That? That's yeah. what I think I know him from. The one note I made about him as an actor is I feel like he's constantly, including Queen's Gambit, gets cast in these things where he's supposed to be older. He's doing things like as an older person or yes. something that's like, and maybe that's part of the deal is they're just trying to show somebody it's, that's trying to act above know, their pay grade. Who that reminds me of? A mm. movie that we did on this show. Mm. Uh, what's his name? Then In the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh, that guy, that right. guy who's ba- who in that yes. movie uh, is playing basically Han Solo, but he looks about 17 years old. <laughs> and you're right. like, come on, baby driver. You're not pulling off Han Solo moves. Not at that age. You give it another 10 years. I'm going to pull up his name. He's in the new show, The Staircase. That's the most recent. Thing oh, OK. Seen the guy it. from uh, Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan, the, Dane the, DeHaan. The, the, the failed Green Goblin. Though yeah. no, almost was a Green Goblin. Yeah, great actor. Yeah, though. another great guy actor. that. Yeah, and so is this kid. This yeah. kid who's who's here playing Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, very good. He's a very good. Lo- he's little. No, nothing. He's a mm-hmm. good actor. He's mm-hmm. basically playing the artful Dodger. Like that's right. that's what he is. The the character. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how true to life that is to the to the real person that he's portraying. Um, mm-hmm. But. Uh, but he, I, he's, he's entertaining. He's very, he's very captivating. Yeah. I, I hated the scene where they confronted uh, Jones, uh, Steve Jones. That's Steve uh-huh. Jones, right? The main character. Steve Jones, yep. Uh, for stealing, where where he they oh. catch him inside of the sex boutique. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because it all seemed very fake and stagey. Uh, and yeah. then that kid comes in, and he so hams it up that like. It gives the yeah. whole scene a different like pallor. Yeah, it really makes it look more fun, more like okay, this is just for fun, right? Because I was like, that chick, that chick should just hit him with that bat already, man. <laughs> just crack that dude. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, you're talking about Chrissy Hind, right? You're talking about the is girl, that the, the dark haired uh, girl? girl. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. She's so she good in the, this, dude. Oh my gosh, yeah. she's like magnetic. I haven't seen her really stretch in the first episode. She doesn't have that much to do, other no. than uh, throw shade on anybody who's trying to sound like uh, Keith Richards. Right. Yeah. I'm looking this girl up now. Uh, let's see her real name: Sydney Chandler. Pretty new to act the acting world. Doesn't have a lot of credits. I thought she looked familiar from something, but I That's guess the not. Thing about this show is yeah. that the sex pistols were very young when they started we're yeah. probably going to not see too many familiar faces yeah but oh from the actors you mean kind of cuz mm-hmm. they're trying to cast yeah. it purposely like that yeah no that's fine um but i think i see Tallulah Riley that sounds like a person oh right mm. she's from Westworld oh is that right oh okay no Vivian Westwood she doesn't look like her picture though on IMDb at all no she does not no yeah. no no, no. So like she's really, go into her other pictures and maybe you'll recognize her. Yeah. Um, so Sydney Chandler's playing Chrissy Hind. Chrissy Hind, oh, I didn't know right. this until I read something, but do you know mm-hmm. who that is in real life? Yes. Oh, okay. The Pretenders, right? The pretend she created mm-hmm. the Pretenders. Which is uh that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I don't know how real that is either, you know, is like uh, The Pretenders. Is it just Pretenders? No, no, no. Oh. I think it's the Pretenders. Oh, okay. Who I'm not yeah, really a big pretenders. fan of. I'm not like a big fan of, but I, I know that. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. They're fine. They're yeah. of a time where rock and roll was finding its yes. finding its way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so in episode two, you see more about that because she's actually paired up with somebody like, uh, oh, named Mick Jones, who's from, you know, Mick oh, Jones? Oh, yeah. I had Oops. to look this up too. Yeah. I didn't know who that was, but she basically was... Uh, 
told that she couldn't be in his band because because it was an all male band or something. And it, that's Jones, the Clash. That's not the okay. Yeah, the Clash. The most important yeah. <laughs> band. What is their stupid? The most important band. Isn't that what they call themselves? The Clash call themselves. That's funny. Uh, no, I don't know. I didn't know that. Um, but uh, so yeah, so there's some stuff with Chrissy Hine, but she just ends up being kind of like a a friend of the Sex Pistols band and stuff, you know, as everybody's kind of rallying around them, getting on stage and and putting down some some tracks and stuff, doing some live stuff. So, um, oh oh, so this is the big one. This is the big surprise for me. Uh, was seeing Macy Williams, uh, oh, in episode yeah. two. Yeah, right at the beginning of episode two. Sorry, uh, just to clear it up, the only band that matters is what. Oh, okay. The Clash, the only yeah. band that matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's funny. Um, but yeah, Maisie Williams from uh, Game of Thrones fame. Mm-hmm. Has- yeah, I saw her name in the cast list, and I was I was uh, waiting with bated breath to see where she would pop up. She did not. Yeah, no, not in the first episode, but the second episode, she makes a a crazy appearance, literally in the first shot of the uh, of the the episode, uh, topless. With a uh, see-through jacket on, mm-hmm. riding a bike down a street with a ton of makeup. Um, pretty sure it's a fake, uh, fake set of breasts that she's got like a plate kind of put on her. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure because uh, yeah, I don't really see her doing just some straight nudity like well, that. Well, yeah, this is a thing that we see a lot of. I think when actors or actresses get famous when they're young, uh, yeah. as they like. As if they're finding maybe a little bit of uh, trouble breaking through as an adult actor or in adult parts, yeah, doing something like kind of shocking or kind of like in your face or just a little bit outside of comfort zones, just to kind of get people's attention to go like, no, look, I'm a grown up now, right? Doing grown up shit. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. No, totally like provocative. I mean, and she's done kind of a lot of that kind of stuff, um, just like in. Uh, I remember her doing TikToks, or no, not. She's tic- not no, the sorry. one who did the show or the movie where she's got a baby on an airplane against gremlins, right? I don't think so. No, she hasn't done a lot really. Like I don't think since she's done this a couple like small. She did this like a uh, post-apocalyptic well, she, show. Remember that? Didn't where she do one where uh, where she's where she's running from her mom? That might be the same one, maybe that we're talking about. Where this is a TV show. Remember that, like uh, where she's got goes on the run with uh with some people doing uh, what's what like is the end the of people? the world? What do they got? I don't remember. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I remember because we, we did it. We covered it. We covered like one episode. Ah, uh, I know who I'm mixing her up with, and it's Chloe Moretz. Okay, there we go. That's, that movie's called Shadow in the Cloud. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that though. I could see that. Although Maisie is British, and uh, yes, Chloe Moretz is American. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm looking up who Maisie plays because it's pretty cool. Like if you look at the side by side, uh, oh, Jordan. You know what? Mute. I saw Maisie mm-hmm. in uh the New Mutants movie. Oh, okay. I yep. I had to. It was such a promising idea, and I had heard it had failed so fantastically that I had to go uh-huh. see that. And sure enough, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I'll good. Take your, I'll take your word for it. Although, that's one thing I'll say about, uh, in the meantime, look up Jordan Mooney real quick. Jordan Mooney. Okay. Jordan Mooney. That's who That's who Maisie plays. And so, uh, they do a really good job of, of uh, dressing her up like this lady who was a fashion icon, I guess, in the UK. Cool. But, She's um, got that uh, Ziggy Stardust face, right? Yeah. Kind of with this crazy uh, eye, uh, eyeliner. 
And uh, so yeah, that's one reason this show. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily love. Oh, this is show. she the one who started mm-hmm. the cat hair thing? You'd have to look that up. I'm not. Yeah, positive. I was just reading because I did oh. get into a little bit of the history with the Sex Pistols. No, I think it was some. I think it was a different character that's in this show as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people have crazy hair in this show. It's kind of like I mean, Johnny Rodden's got some crazy hair. Ooh, no, I got it. It was Sue Catwoman. Hmm. Uh, S-O-O, Sue Catwoman, played by Iris Law, is a gentleman. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Iris Law is Jude Law's, uh, Sister? name when he's not a man? <laughs> no, daughter Iris Law. Got it. Oh, oh, <laughs> Cause oh. clicking Iris Law took you to Jude Law's page. I was like, wait, why is this happening? Yeah. It's Jude Law's daughter, Iris Law, as Sue Catwoman, who was also, a, another fashion icon with the London punk subculture. Uh, I think she was part of their crew. Do you know about their about oh the Bromley contingent? No, their Brom the Bromley contingent is like uh fans or the original fans of the Sex Pistols who were basically like like super fans that would hang like hang around with them. Yeah, uh, and if you go back and you watch Sex Pistols interviews where they go off the rails, a lot of times it's because the Bromley contingent is egging on or messing oh. with um. The the people specifically yeah. the famous one where they started where they really got into it with like an older guy, uh, Susie Sue uh, from Susie and the Banshees. Yes, uh, I did see this clip actually. She is a part of the Bromley contingent, and she yeah. says she's the one who says like, oh, "I always wanted to meet you." And then the guy's like, "Do you want to meet? Oh, we can meet after the show too if you want." Right, and that's when they were like, "Oh, and Steve, gross, uh, you dirty old man." Steve Jones yelling, like you know. like uses an f word and and yeah. uh, cusses him out on TV. They really yeah. get into it. So they're gonna recreate that in this show later on. You've gotten to that already? Or no, you just no. Not? I read that. I read an okay. article. Yeah, I read an article that wasn't too favorable, but they said they recreated that scene really well. Okay, and so it's I, very famous. It would be surprising if they didn't. I guess. Yeah, and then I went and watched that video, and I saw these like ladies. I didn't even know they were ladies at first, like yeah, wearing it's the Nazi Bromley contingent. Yeah, they're wearing like Nazi paraphernalia on their uh, clothes Ooh, and things. Come like, on, guys. Yeah, hey, but uh, Bromney contingent—that's good to know. Which is know weird that. because uh, the punk scene, at least here in wonderful, lovely, sunny California, where mm-hmm. the punk scene rocked pretty hard. Uh, mm-hmm. Punks were always very loudly against uh, skinheads. Oh, okay. There, uh, there's huh. a uh, Black Flag song that's like, what's it called? I always forget the name of it. It's called huh. like Skinhead uh, Assholes Go Home or something like that. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So I know that at least here in California, the punk scene was very anti-white supremacy. Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah, it's not like there's like has to be a one-to-one correlation. Although right. obviously- maybe, Yeah, maybe in, the, in, the, in, in Jolly Old, it's a little different. Yeah, or at one point, maybe it was. It seems like too, it's one of those things where like- the punk people are just trying to get, you know, get a rise, kind of do some, do the yeah, extreme, too. yeah, just for kind of a little bit of attention or a little like a way to kind of individualize yourself. So, whatever. so let's, so I guess this is a good way to measure how old you are, Dan. Uh, yeah. How many times during this show are did you get mad at these stupid kids for being stupid ass punk kids? <laughs> uh, you know what? To me, they just seem so young because this episode is kind of the building up, so. Everybody but Steve Jones just seems kind of just like they're just following him along, kind of. That's why I'm saying stupid punk kids, because if they were adults, I would call them like jerks and assholes. But because they're kids, I'm letting I I don't feel as strongly. And then, of course, the show does a very good job, especially with uh, Steve Jones, of showing Mm -hmm. you like eh, what's true about most 
jerks in real life that somewhere in the world they're getting the shit end of the stick and right sure enough steve jones is from his stepfather at home right yeah there's like this whole uh scene even in the second episode actually they show him being sexually abused like she's yes very 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 you heard uh, of that you've heard of that before i, would, I had not no oh, but okay. i didn't really know that much about their their story yeah um but they are the there's nothing graphic like visibly about these scenes where they're yeah. showing or they're depicting it, but it is so matter of factly shown, right? And like so, like obvious. Like there's not that. Like it it feeds into what I was saying before the show started when we talked about it in our upcomings episode. I said that yeah. there's some there's a visual aspect of this show that seems like soap opera, British soap operas of the day. Uh-huh. Like of that time, yeah. There's like some sort of a smoky, like, uh, like, uh, like, like sets and stages and 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 actors like in front of like, uh, you know, a yeah. less less than professional, not professional, but like less than advanced crews like sure. we have today. Yep. And I think those scenes more than anything look like a, a, a type of show that doesn't exist nowadays. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because everything's it's shot. It's not bad. It is cool. Everything's shot four by three ratio, which is like a mm. very square kind of like the way old TV, all TV before uh, our widescreen flat screens came about. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's trying to be very much of that period, and that works really well too when they intercut with the uh, period footage from the yeah. from the day, and you see yeah. like the unemployed. British people uh, lining up and stuff, and so that gives that gives like a really good context for like where Steve Jones is coming from. Even though he's this like punk kid, it's like showing you how there's like a perfect opportunity for punk bands and the rise of punk culture to happen. You know, so I yeah. I, I appreciate it. Uh, and it's clear that, that Danny Boyle like is speaking from experience and from a place of like, uh, and we yeah. could have probably guessed if you've seen Train Spotting, you've sure. got a pretty good idea that Danny Boyle was in the. He's in the in the thick of it with like a subculture with wild yeah. party subcultures and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, so it's not a surprise that that this is all from the heart, uh, mm-hmm. and that the fact that he can recreate that sort of a visual uh, look to it, yeah, is cool. I think it might take some people out a little bit. I think yeah. maybe some. It's a little crazy. Like, it's a little psych- chaotic. Yeah, I have a little bit of trouble with the skipping uh, back and forth in time. The flashbacks sometimes confuse uh-huh. me. Okay. Um, like the scene where is he like jerking off outside of a car? That's like yeah, he's drunk and he's uh, yeah jerking. And he starts falls jerking off, right? Yep. Sees a couple just, like, like falls in agony or something, and like psychological well, agony of some sort. Oh, they showed him. I think taking pills and he was drinking. Oh, so so he's it was just like, like he's just up. blitzed just out of his mind. Of yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. But what about it? The, yeah, it was oh, a little shoot, too much. Got now. Oh, you're thinking? Because <laughs> I'm trying to think what came after that. Uh, I think he just ends up. Be, oh, he ends up sleeping in front of the um, the sex uh, the non-sex sex shop. Right, right, right. Oh, he it's, breaks into it, right? Sex. Oh, he breaks into it. That's right. Yep. So, like, right. you get that you get that part of the story where you're like, oh, look at this little jerk. He broke into this thing. He's really yeah. he's giving these people a hard time. Like these these people seem cool, even if they've got their whole like little uh, militant uh, uh, rebellion thing or revolution thing going. Right. They still seem like people that are on the right side of something mm-hmm. uh, and here's this jerk who seems to be kind of taking advantage of him uh mm-hmm. you're getting that you get those scenes of like how he was abused you get the scene of him 
fighting with his family later and then being basically kicked out to live on the streets. Yep. And it changes the color of the first scene. Like, it really changes, like, why he was there and, like, what he's dealing with. Yep. And then... and. And the show does a really good job, at least in the first episode, of being like, hey, look at the character this guy plays in front of people. Because on the inside, he's like a scared little boy. Right. Right? Yep. Which you see when he's on the the, stage. But I was going to say, but then at the end, he he says it outright. And I was (laughs) like, oh, come on. Yeah. That's not really necessary to have to be everything that blatant, was but there's a good. lot of i didn't like that scene at all like that there's a, was bad to me right right yeah and there's a lot of that kind of just like saying what the very obvious thing is of what's going on and it even comes down to like the names like uh when they come up with like because they're coming up with johnny rotten's name oh, in the yeah. second episode and they're like oh your teeth are pretty rotten so johnny rotten and then sid vicious like they're coming up they're trying to come up with sid, his name He's not even Sid at all. And he's just like, right. oh, there's a rat, which I think that I've heard that it's like named after the hamster that um, the other guy had in his house or whatever. And he's like, his name's mm-hmm. Sid. He's like, oh, that's a good name for you. And then he kind of bites his finger. And then they say, oh, Sid's pretty vicious. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, boy. Like, this is like Solo. Remember Solo all or over like again? A, oh, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Although uh, uh, Vito from Corleone. Okay, Vito Corleone. Get yeah. in there. Well, that's so, based, yeah, though, no. on real. That's a real oh, historical yes, yes. thing that's of like true. coming in on. Yeah. Dumb names yeah. based on misunderstanding at the border. Yeah. yeah. What do they call the Ellis Island? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. The border. I mean, the, the, <laughs> yes, the port. The port. Yes. Um, uh, what else? Did I, oh, the last note I was gonna make is just the needle drops are kind of distracting too. Like a it, little bit, yeah. You know, like but when I, just you know what? Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. Danny Boyle and you have a budget for music, that's yeah. what you do, right? You spend it. Yeah, yeah. But there's ways I feel like you can either use like less known ver- versions yes. of tracks Agreed. or something. Yeah, but and then the like the then there's other ones where like obviously the David Bowie stuff is great at the opening where you're seeing his love for David Bowie, but then also. Because you think he's just sneaking onto the stage, and then all of a sudden he cuts the cord, and and you realize he's stealing the equipment. Yeah, of one of his favorite Neat artists. Scene. Yeah, I dug yeah, it. It was, fun. it was a fun scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the idea of seeing David Bowie at the Odeon Arena, which seems like it's so small. Like I couldn't even imagine seeing David Bowie in like uh, seventy or whatever it was. Very cool. So yeah, so there's some cool scenes like that. Um, it's only six oh, episodes, so the, I might do the rest. Yeah. Speaking of the, uh, the speaking of, long time uh-huh. ago when you mentioned the the, the <laughs> ratio, uh, oh, there is uh-huh. there's plenty of scenes of people watching television in this show. They're all watching yeah. obviously on televisions of the time, tube yeah. TVs uh, with rabbit ears. Right. Uh, I'm curious how many like young people are watching like people mess with rabbit ears and being like, "What are they? What's going on? I don't understand." Oh, I see. What you're saying like modern audiences watching it. Being like, like why? Why are? What is this? What why the? is their TV this dinosaur? What is this thing? <laughs> for sure, that is for sure. But I think I don't know. This show is very very much not for anyone that's younger than 27 maybe or something like, well you know what i'm saying I like don't know, for, man there could be those people that are curious youngins that like uh you know want to learn about some older stuff but i just don't see it really grasping them unless it's so foreign that it seems like science fiction almost because it's yeah something that you know it's like so old that it seems like of a, of a different planet you know what i'm saying um so anyway yeah it's a it's an okay show it's not getting great reviews i can kind of see why it's kind of hit or miss for some people 
Uh, it's just enough with the performances, though, that I think I'm going to stick. stick it'll with it. it'll be a fine thing for Danny Boyle to have in his mm-hmm. like bag of like, look, I do a million different things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and the other show he did, Worth, is completely, completely different looking than this show. So it's like you can mm-hmm. tell he he morphs whatever he's doing for like just like trust. Um, you mean. 28 Days Later, Trust, sorry, not Worth. Yeah, tw- Trust, the old FX show from a couple years ago. Um, completely different than 28 Days Later. It's completely different than Sunshine. You know, so he, he changes his uh, his visuals based on For what sure. he's doing. So. For sure. Yeah, I, re- if we all remember, he made a Bollywood movie. So right. Dan has exactly. range. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But um, all right, but so we should probably. Speaking of ne- needle yeah. drops, speaking yeah. of needle drops like a up. Oh, the okay. the song, uh, what is it called? Running running up, up that hill by Kate. That Bush. song has reached, has charted Dude, this week. That's one of my all time favorite songs, let alone by, from the eighties, by Kate Bush. Kate Bush yes. reaching the charts. Is that right? In oh, twenty twenty two. That's awesome. Thanks to a little a little show that could a tiny indie project that Netflix yeah. threw together with twigs and bubblegum. <laughs> called Stranger Things. We saw, oh, I've seen the first episode of season four. Dan, how about you? I've seen them all. All the releases. Oh my God. Seven. How? They're so long. How did you watch them all? There's not not enough time in a life. No, no, no. They're not. The thing is, long is time in general. Let's take it back to this idea. Time is relative. Yes. It's a flat circle first. Yeah. Yeah, it's all relative to uh, what you have going on, what your what keeps your on intention ticking, is. We know that for sure. The what? It also keeps on ticking. Time, yes, it is into mm-hmm. the future, as we all know. Yep, yep. that's where it goes. <laughs> that's, uh, but I can tell you, yeah, because you had brought this up when you had just started the series. Mm-hmm. I did not really barely notice it as a thing that like the episodes were longer. They seem like a little bit longer. Some shows I've know, seen go over do you an know hour. Something, but, Dan. What are you aware? of the fact or do you know that you mm-hmm. have more time on this earth than me that that you knew that you were like yeah i can i can forget about time for a little while and just enjoy these how long yeah. is the first episode of stranger things uh, the netflix 80s uh, like schlocky uh uh nostalgia bomb uh let's see yeah is it 70 minutes long Dan? That sounds that sounds about right. Are you rhetorically asking me or do you know? No, no, no. I'm oh. actually asking. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> no, okay. the, I, I don't know. Oh, off the top of my head. yeah. One hour, 18 minutes. Ooh, 78. Yeah. So good. Pretty so close. this is my thing. So I know, yeah, anybody can say like, okay, they're too long for like whatever yep. you give for TV. But just mm-hmm. in, in terms of how they're filling these episodes, there's an absolute reason why they're this long. Oh, and yeah. it's because, yeah, we just have so much story to, to kind of catch up with all our characters. They're all divided up now. There's basically mm-hmm. what I calculated as four different storylines going They're, on. They're uh, on the Wikipedia page. They count them yeah. as three. Two of those are together. But no. according to the Duffer Brothers, these are the three stories we're telling. Wait, hold on. So the Duffer okay. Brothers have said there are three stories. Okay, there might be three. Two of them might be kind of interrelated, but then... Yes. Why am I thinking there's, four, uh, though? Because there's, there's Russia. California. Oh, I okay, go ahead. 
Uh, yes, I. Oh, I, I, here okay. you go. Okay, I got First it. First plot line takes place in Hawkins, features Dustin, Max, Erica, Steve, Nancy, Robin, and Lucas. They're hunting down what's happening, why the people are being killed. Yes, uh, they're a big group. The they're second group. plot line is uh, Mike and uh, Mike visiting Eleven. Uh, yep. Will uh, whatever's happening with Jonathan? Will discovering that he's gay? I think um, that's what it seems like. And then the kind doctor, of. and then somebody steals Eleven. Yeah. Uh, and then the third plot line is Joyce and the best character in the television show uh, learning that Hopper's still alive and in Russia. And then and then what's happening with Hopper? So, okay. So then the Hopper thing though could be easily considered as its own storyline because he has his whole thing going on in Russia that's completely independent. That has nothing to do with him trying to get away. No, like he no he is trying to get away, but at the same time the Joyce stuff is its own storyline. Because it splits off. Like at first, they are in California, but then, um, what's his name? What's the guy's name that um, the best character in the, in the television <laughs> show yeah. so far? Uh, yeah, he's a newbie, uh, or not a newbie, but he's like his name increased. Is, his name is Brett Gelman. Yeah, Brett Gelman in real life. But what's his name? In show? Murray. Oh, that's right. Murray. Murray Bauman. Murray Bauman, dude. It's one of the greatest TV characters of all time. Yeah, he's it's great. So great. Yeah, it's he speaks that, Russian. That, that guy, that character, yeah. is is the character that they made so that this is Twin Peaks. Right. Right. I could see. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just like he's, he's comic like the relief. Doctor with the three D glasses, or like the the you know, like the log lady or something. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, he can always be doing the weird other thing that everybody's oh, like. Oh, the log lady. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Brett Rest Gelman, and I know Brett Gelman from podcasts. I know him from a couple of things mm-hmm. on uh, uh, Adult Swim. He kicked around with those people, so he would pop up and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, Mainly known yeah, for comedy, yeah, just straight comedy. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, yes, yes, all, com- all comedic stuff. Yeah. yeah, but he is dramatic. Like, he has some dramatic parts in this show, and uh, he had- The main connect, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's legit just a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so he's like in his own storyline over there with Joyce, and then also Eleven ends up breaking off and has her own whole thing going on with trying to recreate her, or re- uh, reignite her powers back. back. Right. Yeah. Um, Although, so there's just so much story going on. Yeah, I'm gonna spoil. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil the first episode, and maybe we'll spoil more of it, but we'll mention yeah. it before we do. Yeah. Uh, but in the first episode, she she's getting bullied. Mm-hmm. She's having a hard time. Bullies. Um, pretty hardcore bullying. I was surprised. Like this was like uh, next level. Pretty hardcore. Like from I her point of view, been around bullying. children. Yeah. And I do understand that children are vicious and cruel. Yeah. But I think that television writers have a hard time turning kids cruel the way kids are like uh-huh. bullies on tv shows and and very much happening here in stranger things yeah. are bullies the way adults would bully kids do you know what i mean yeah like they're not yeah. written believably like like child bullies they're written right. like like super shitty adults yeah know? yeah exactly because so they're a little too I creative have a little trouble with the with the with the bullying in this you do like have- the, at the end of the or at in the middle of the second episode, they the all the bullies do like a take to camera where they go like, "It's gonna be a good summer" because they're gonna <laughs> bully somebody real good, and it's like, "Holy shit, man!" <laughs> yeah, like they only exist to do that. But yeah, but again, it's like it goes back to the Stranger Things uh, referencing, you know, bully bully culture yeah. within film and over there's time. A, and there's stuff a there, so. there's a line though. Sometimes it, it well, steps over a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like I like that they go there because it's like for somebody like Eleven because she's such a good actress that like we can really feel 
uh, when she's not feeling good, we can feel it, you know? So it's like, yeah, for her to get a uh, blasted cause she's already kind of been singled out obviously for what she is and her powers and this and that. So, um, so then seeing that other side of things too, when she doesn't have her powers, cause remember the height of that oh, moment right. when she could use her powers to make the My girl question. pee herself. Remember so that? she gets bullied. Two? Yeah. She, she, yeah. She makes a little kid pee. Who's yeah. who tried to murder uh, uh, another boy, if I recall correctly, Doesn't is that right? Push oh. uh, Mike off the the off edge the of the thing. cliff. Oh, right, she catches him, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Though, uh, uh, so I was gonna say the bullying thing. Yeah. She, uh, she attempts to powers the the bully at one point. What uh-huh. do you think she was trying to do? Like, had her power kicked in when she raw and I, like hands like pushes so yeah the, uh, the yeah that's the go-to power thing that we'll see so, later so in the show also yeah. take take into account that the thing that they had literally just done is stomp on the the representation of her dead father that she had just like yes. made yeah so and so so after that they did that she attempts to use her powers on them Yes. What do you think she was doing? So the, the go-to move for the powers that these kids seem to have, because we, we, later in the season, you go back to see how she gained her powers. Um, there's this whole thing with like uh, Matthew Modine coming back and, uh, and and trying to like retrain her to use their mm-hmm. stuff. And That's Dr. Brenner, I believe. Yeah, that sounds right. And so there's this move. It's just like a typical move, but it's just like it throws you against the wall. It like throws you. So I think the that force was... force push. Yeah, exactly. Force push, exactly. It attempts to pin you to something. Yeah, yeah. So that's all. I think that's all she was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was nothing in front of them. They were out in the courtyard. So they're just going to go flying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just go for a little I ride. I think she could have jacked them up pretty nasty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. It would have been brutal. You think when she I would have fr- killed them? Yeah. Well, it could have been really bad. Yeah. Because when you see. Yeah, right. When you, yeah. She doesn't know, obviously, all her, the use of her powers and what they What would have happened? It would have all gone bad. She would have be- <laughs> basically probably become a villain, right? Well, okay. So did did you see? You didn't get to the part yet with the roller skating rink. Not yet. Oh, yeah, I, but okay. I read as I was reading information from the Wikipedia page. Yeah, I read through enough of the synopsis of the second episode. Yeah, that I that it says like that she throws a skate at her face. Right? Like, oh. No, she doesn't throw it. Do she like tomahawk swings it at her nose and nice. busts her nose open really good? Yeah, and like in front of everybody too. So right, uh, but like not yeah. at school, so she can't like get in trouble. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they call the cops, and then the you know they got some cops there. What are the there cops going to do with some kids? I don't know. I don't know. Like they, they, it was just like put him in jail for trying to steal a bunch of musical equipment, and then beating up some cops while trying to get away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just little kid stuff, you know. You know. Uh, no, we just always need that element of like the police or like the secret agency that's trying to find Eleven or whatever. So it kind of just mm-hmm. gets the ball rolling on that. It ties up into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, based on what you've seen, I think uh, that's pretty much it for, uh, up to where you're at for the most part. Um, yeah, a lot of yeah, this there's, is, there's a oh. storylines. There's, um, the, the, I thought I, I was the, okay. I was listening to, uh, another podcast. I do that sometimes. Yeah, me and, too. um, the, uh, the, the people on the podcast were saying that they like, uh, the, uh, backstory or like the lead up story to the spooky crap sometimes more so than the spooky crap like (laughs) basically and and as i was listening to them i was like oh you like freaks and geeks is what you like yeah that's what you that's what you're saying you like like hearing the nerds like wax poetic on there and live their their insular lives that are still like 
very you know uh, compelling because it's uh-huh. you know a human experience and all that mm-hmm. uh and I normally disagree completely on this show. I think that these lives that they kind of put together for the for the screen are kind of pap like lame. Uh, uh, they're just foundations to build spooky crap on. That's not the point of those. So they don't have to be like very very well thought out relationships. Yes. With the right. exception, I thought of the girl who's having hallucinations and doesn't Max. tell anybody yeah and uh, her brand new drug dealer best friend right uh, <laughs> that was a cliche relationship start that i was really enjoying i was oh. actually having fun with them you're talking about yeah the popular lady not max sorry max is later max has no, visions yeah. later on um also but yeah you're talking about the main like, like cheerleader girl who's mm-hmm. like the prep is that the whatever. same one that was that's the girlfriend of the yeah that's the girlfriend of the uh of basketball the, player ba- the b-ball star yeah exactly yep yeah no i agree that that dynamic was was really cool and i think that was all to in service of like us getting to know this guy um, well, it certainly wasn't in service of us getting to know the girl. No, 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 no. She was all. She was just there for. Uh, <laughs> but I liked her. I thought she was a she was yeah. a cool actress. I kind of liked her. Like her her attitude was like shitty but scared. So like not yeah. that shitty. That, right. Like that's a that's a cool. It was a good character. I was enjoying it. Well, and that's why uh, it makes it so so much more horrific too. Like when she meets her end at the end of season or episode one, and what really like made me realize like we are going to some dark places with this show. That's you know which we haven't been that, to. Yeah. Another thing they talked about when they were talking about that about like how they liked that those situations better maybe than the spooky stuff is that they hadn't seen the show get as graphic violently right. as that what happens to her. Yep. Do you agree? Yeah, Do you absolutely. Think that this was this was a, a peak now of how violent the show gets. Yeah, that was my initial thing, and like again, why like the episodes? Like I was completely hooked. I'm completely hooked on this show anyway, but mm-hmm. uh, specifically the episode length and whatever didn't matter for me. Partly because just like the seriousness of realizing, and I think it was a genius move to like because as this these kids get older, not just literally, but just like within the show itself too, uh, and the stakes get higher then you have to increase things and you also change your references with like what you're going to reference for movies and stuff. Cause this show wants to reference, like they started off with like the mall culture and things mm-hmm. like that. It's kind of very just pat kind of like kitty stuff, but now we're getting into more like Stephen King type territory possession, yeah. uh, like these kind of like more in depth, like horrific events. So I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was, you know, and I, I don't love horror, but like when it's done in a way that's effective for what they're trying to show. So it was like right off the bat, ending the first episode with a with a crazy death, unlike anything we've seen in this show before. That was a uh, that was great. You know, there's a there's a flavor to the Stephen King esque uh, horror that Stranger Things usually aims for. Yeah, that maybe trades in um, horrifying or like 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 uh, like really scary scary like run away from it like fight or flight like flight like mechanic uh, stuff mm-hmm. with intensity instead like uh that's mm. why i think a lot of stephen king stuff has like heavy piano instead as its right. music instead of like spooky music it's a lot of like you know like it's intent yeah. like using intensity as scary instead of like like uh, literal terror or a horror like, like uh-huh. violence or something like that because uh-huh. like 
even this girl who dies very violently di- dies in a way that is also fully supernaturally yeah. and uh, in in all intents and purposes uh, only meant specifically to scare that one guy. Like her death right. on the page is meant to freak that dude out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that then the move the plot moves along and he does whatever he's got to do, right? Well, yeah, and there's obviously like no question that he didn't have anything to do right. with it. Like we of know course. that. And we yeah, everybody else doesn't know that or won't assume that. Yeah. So I do dig mm-hmm. I do dig that different flavor of of horror that is kind mm-hmm. of that comes with Stephen Kingness. Uh so yeah, I'm glad that Steve I'm glad that Stranger Things is here doing what uh what was the Stephen King town show called? Uh oh yeah um Castle Rock Castle Rock is that right yeah, yeah I never Doing seen what it. Castle Rock could not right. <laughs> simple inject some fun that's it right like add a right. little Spielberg dust on there and then you right. get the right show a lot of people don't like Stranger Things I'm seeing like a lot more hate for it as it as it really continues. wow uh, oh, not hate let's not say hate let's say uh, critical. You, the critical people no the people nature. who always come around when something popular is oh. back. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm those people sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that are like blah blah. Everything's about this thing, right? I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So I which understand. is part of the reason I think you're resisting seeing Top Gun. Is that part of the reason? Um, Could it be a little? I bit? just I have I also think that Top Gun is is a uh, a lot of nostalgia, and I have zero nostalgia for Top Gun. I actually uh, have uh, negative. Okay. I have negative nostalgia for Top Gun yeah. because I had. Uh, I'm I'm an older gentleman. I have yeah. uh, I had a Nintendo Entertainment System. That's the first <laughs> one, Dan. <laughs> I have um, a, I had that. And there was a game. There was a Top Gun game for that. For that. Uh, and it's an oh. infamous game. Uh, because just like in real life, the yeah. one of the most difficult things for a human being to do uh-huh. is for uh for a jet fighter to snag the cable. <laughs> To land on an aircraft carrier uh-huh. is one of the hardest things to do in the world. Wow! In that game, yeah, impossible. Really? Yeah, impossible. And I, I just thought, as a little kid, mm. I'm just bad. I'm just <laughs> bad at this. Yeah, That's why yeah. I can't do it. Now, as an adult, I understand that it was actually a poorly uh, made game. Yeah, and and nobody could do that. Right. Um. So I actually have negative nostalgia for talking. That's about. funny. Well, yeah, and I I always thought. Top Gun, the first one was overrated. I never liked it as much as everybody else. And I like a lot of 80s movies and stuff. But this one, I just never really was on board. I rewatched it a couple years ago. Nope. Still just like wall to wall, like the same three songs over and over. Very bro-y. There's a really good new Unspooled episode, though, with uh, Amy, where she's, you know, she's like an obsessive Tom Cruise person. Like, she wrote a Mm -hmm. book about him and all this stuff. She breaks down and has this whole thing about how Top Gun is, like, anti-masculine and, like, Tom Cruise is playing him, like, like as if he's, like, trying to portray a masculine person, but is really just insecure. Well, the... Whatever, yeah. uh, So, it's interesting. There's some... some, Somewhere, somewhere recently, I heard that uh the 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 director um Tony Scott uh-huh. um said something to the extent of like that beach volleyball scene was meant to be the like most like unmasculine scene he right. could film right. and that like s- like everybody that information came out or whatever something about how like that question was never followed up on yeah and like uh-huh. like 
reporters now are like, why didn't anyone yeah. do a second question on that? Like, I think they were just like, wait, it's not masculine? You know, like in the in the moment of the coming mm-hmm. out, it just made no yeah. sense to anybody probably. Yeah, yeah, interesting. That's funny. But I can tell you, like, just seeing the new Top Gun is just like a thrill, just like on its own, just mm-hmm. completely because it's so... It's so masterfully done and so like I've it's heard. almost classy. It's weird. I've it's heard really weird. A lot of yeah. people yeah. uh singing its praises. If anybody you don't have to listen to us, you can go online and you can <laughs> immediately see people saying like yeah. it's one of the best action movies of all time. It's incredible. It's yeah. such a it's a perfect blockbuster, stuff like that. Yeah. Um Just I'll tell you what. Fun. Uh I might have missed the IMAX watching the crowd experience, but that uh. was never really my that's not that much my jam anyways. Yeah. Uh I would have watched it by now if it was if it was streaming, but it's not. Right. Yeah. No, this one though of all things is like yeah, because there's not there's never been like flying things like this, you know, or filming a uh, because there's no blue there's no blue or green screen stuff, so right. it's all it's just it's all like, in the jets. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah, so anyway. People are gonna see. People are seeing. We, they don't need. Oh our yeah, help. they don't I, need our help. I I recommend. I haven't seen it, and I recommend people see it because. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. The reaction that it's getting. Uh, that's how people people say this about critics, and I think this is important, like uh, to take into account. Uh, people yeah. think of critics. People who don't read criticism or care about criticism think mm. think of critics as a monolith. Like critics right, say right. this, critics say that. Mm-hmm. That's dumb that's not how it works exactly. and, and and anything that you like you know how people who critique it is some people you agree with some people you don't uh yep. also if you like something enough and you read enough criticism about it you learn the words that you're looking for to to find the the meanings that you that you want yeah. In other words, like uh, if you hear enough people complain about this one very specific thing in the in a movie, and you know it's a thing that irks you a lot, right. then you go, "Oh, I know exactly what they're talking about." I hate when movies do that. Yeah. Uh, the, this movie, enough critics, enough of the critics that I follow because I respect their opinion, yeah. have said the right words to make me go, "Oh, this is probably a very good movie." Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So even you who hasn't seen it, who has negative. Uh, nostalgia still like kind of feels like oh okay, I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah for this sure. seems like a movie to watch yeah, yeah. it seems definitely yeah. like one and it's gonna be so, out for weeks so we got plenty the world mm-hmm. has plenty of time I'm gonna go for round two for sure that's for sure can but I ask for you now, yeah do you think you're gonna go round two for um for to see what Sid Vicious and uh, Johnny Rotten and them are up to <laughs> what would what would round two be though because I'm already on ep- if, I've already seen episode two so then. it doesn't it. <laughs> Oh, I guess yeah. <laughs> but you mean round like three? Then, I guess? Well, let's just say round two, meaning complete Next, the show. Another season? <laughs> oh, uh, well, no. That's does uh, it? Where does it? How far one. does it go into the uh, story? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Sex Pistols story like is centered around. It's called Lonely. It's based on the book Lonely Boy uh, that um, Steve Jones wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd imagine though, because it's only six episodes, so we got to stay pretty focused. The second episode or the fifth episode is called Sid and Nancy, so that's still in the times like when they're with that three oh, year okay. period. So, so that's it's the three year period of the Pistols, I think. If anything, nothing more than that for sure. Uh, some things did happen to some of them after the after the band, though. No, that's true, but it's not about. This is about like specifically the Sex Pistols as like a group coming to be and, and stuff. Okay. So yeah, I think that I yeah, 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 yeah. And it's and like how about? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
No, no, I just saying that's all I think it's you can do is just you really just need to do this this one season, especially because it didn't get really well uh, reviewed. Who knows if anybody's even gonna watch it? So yeah, I don't see. And more then of it. how about some more Stranger Things? Okay, so Stranger Things is already known that it's the fifth and final season will be the last season. So. But but what? It's split. Oh, you're talking about the volumes of season mm-hmm. four. Yes. That's so, right. Yeah. So season four has seven episodes that came out, um, all obviously with a pretty good length. But the eight and nine were not finished yet. So they delayed those for until uh, July. Technically, it's going to be like a month, like basically like a month, right? Or a little over yeah. a month that it's going to come out. Is this how Game of Thrones ended? No. So Game of Thrones was different because they split the season. They did like the Breaking Bad model from what i remember where they like they're like okay we're gonna do one final season but, but we're they only also gonna put did out exercised episodes they did do yeah they ended up doing like a shorter season but long but then saying like we're gonna do longer episodes as a way to make up for it but that's that's the cool thing is stranger things is actually doing a super sized season four that's the equivalent to like a season and a half really uh based on the well, length what is this, a season you know? normally eight episodes yeah like stranger things i think was eight to ten episodes I think it was only eight, actually. So and this, this is season's going to end up being nine. This one's going to end up being nine, and they're all like long. Oh, and they're right, so. right. That's right. They're all long. Yeah, so that's why it's the equivalent of probably like thirteen to fourteen episode season. Okay, uh, if you broke it down that way, yeah. Which usually, I mean, I don't know. I prefer it like these episodes where we don't have just like we have very specific stories going on for each episode yeah. that can be broken down, uh, rather than just like elongating or making the lot a lot more shorter episodes. I don't love, I don't love that idea. You know, how about the fact that they're in three different stories? Do you, do you, well, four, even I was, were, I was saying, four, Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, do I wish that there was, they like, were working less? on the same plan? No, I could be doing their way to the same the thing is what you have what you have with a TV show that you really like typically especially with four seasons in you come to like trust their storytelling process mm-hmm. and so for me it's like I don't have a problem because I know they're gonna they, they should stick the landing pretty well so um, you already see things coming together too by the end of uh, this first volume of season four and um, episode seven uh, I'm not giving anything away you should know this Hopper obviously is gonna reconnect with um, what's her face What's her name? You got to imagine, sure. right? Joyce. Yeah, exactly. That's like, it seems like very obvious that like Hopper needs to find his way back to America to get involved with everybody. And, um, and this so, also yeah. doesn't seem, it doesn't uh-huh. seem like the type of show that's going to try to try to swing for like ironic ending or like, like, like yeah. bittersweet or anything. This seems like a yeah. crowd pleaser. It seems like it's always yeah. meaning to like hit you in the good feels at the yeah. end. Yeah, exactly. It is going to hit you in the good feels. But at the same time, I'm really surprised and I love how they don't let anybody off the hook with their stories where a lot of times in a, in a more simple show, you have like an obvious like conflict that's resolved like very easily. But in this, it's like Hopper's trying to get out of Russia and they have this whole plan. He's going to pay off like a guard to have him uh, fly him over to America to meet Joyce and them in Alaska, whatever. And then there's like a numerous things that go wrong with that. This one guy's corrupt. So then all of a sudden, what could have been just like a one, two episode, like, oh, okay, yeah, he's back now. It's like, no, it's, it takes the entire seven episodes to get to the point where we're like, oh, okay, I see how he's going to come. You got to earn it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And through that, if you remember, like they hinted at it at the end of season three with, um, there's a Demogorgon in Russia. 
They took one yes. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they yeah. Uh, fed a guy to him. I did do yeah. a, you know, oh no, I don't know. Uh, I definitely did a YouTube like I found a video that caught me up. Yeah. But I think uh, they put a they put a catch up video uh, at the beginning of this season too, right? Yeah, like a recap thing. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying Those to think if I saw one. There's some good ones on YouTube though, like like yeah. seven minute long ones that really get get into the like. Because yeah. it's been how long has it been since the last season? Is I it think just three. A year I think it, definitely two years, if not two three. Years. Let me see when season three was. I got it right yeah, here. Yeah, it's been a while. I Dude, keep forgetting about three years. the pandemic. <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly it. Yeah. So it's like yeah. all these kids. I was just talking with some family about this, how like all the kids look just like massively older from like they, one year. I, I don't know that that's true. I, what well, I think, the, yeah. I'll tell you who looks older. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say not all of them. How old is Nancy Wheeler supposed to be? She's supposed to be a year out of high school, I believe. So she's she like. She does a, not look a year out of high school. <laughs> she looks older, right? Yeah. She looks older than that. Yeah. Oh, so she I always looks. Actress. She's 27. She's not that much older. So, I mean, yeah. 27, I guess, is, is 10 years older than the 17, yeah. which is usually like senior year, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, but she has that. She has a. She's a small body and she's like and she, small yeah, face. She, so no, like, she has a big, big bright eyes that. But yeah. I still, she still carries the like gravitas of a woman, like not a like a fresh out of high school girl, right? Right. Where, right. As opposed to Jonathan, who uh, I haven't seen that much of him in the first episode, and from what I understand, he's not that much in the season. Yeah, uh, not really. Yeah. But does like come off as a sullen dork? <laughs> yeah like, kid like he does play like a maybe yeah. like a way too old kid kind of right, like uh, right. the drug dealer kid yeah 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 no he always seemed so old to me and it, like uh even when he was in high school he was like a senior but he looked like uh one of those kids that like got held back or something you know mm. but um okay so then we have um uh will looks older to me will looks quite a bit older as this they Finn. also dress him a little different but you're right yeah yeah uh, he's still like got the same haircut though man I know it's rough. It's real. It's real rough. Um, Lucas looks older. The guy who's now in basketball. He's on the basketball yeah, team. Kind of yeah, with the he's popular looks kids. Little, but he still looks again. Still looks like a kid though. He doesn't. He has. He hasn't yeah. grown out of his kids. But these kids are supposed to be freshmen now in high school. Yeah, he doesn't so, look like a freshman. He yeah, that's the only. Freshman. Yeah, but I don't. Freshmen it doesn't take look away like little children still. In a way, too, because the story is going so dark, I don't really mind them being older. No, kinda, because you don't want to see little, yeah. little kids. <laughs> yeah. Only Glenn Matarazzo yeah. still looks like a little, little kid. Exactly. That's, just, that's his face. He just, he's going to look like that for a long time. Well, and he has a disorder, too, that kind of yes. prevents uh, uh, growing the teeth or something, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, yeah, he but always has But it. he does, like, he, can, he also has a charm that is very childish. Right. You heard that joke uh, since what you've seen about how he said he went too far. The one guy, uh, Steve, says something to him like about how small he is or something, and he makes oh, like no, a direct reference, and he's like too far, too far, because they were oh, kind of going back God. and forth. It was kind of funny, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he did, tried to play a little bit off of that, off that uh, the chemistry between Steve and his two cohorts from last season. Yeah, three, if you count the yeah. little girl. Oh, the little girl hasn't interacted with him yet. Never mind. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, but, there's. Uh-huh. That I think that that Steve stuff with his friend with the girl, yeah, uh, the gay one, uh, uh-huh. that is the like, it's fine. I like them; they're charming, and I enjoy listening to them talk. Yeah, I you could remove that entire section of the show so far, and it would affect the show not at all. Yeah, they're kind of like just waiting to get mixed into the group because quickly, quickly, like you'll see by the end of either your episode for sure, episode three, like this whole group is like. 
together and trying to solve this uh i just imagine the, the 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 gremlins theme song when you when you when you go like oh by the end of episode three everybody's in i just <laughs> imagine like all like cutting to everybody's face while the gremlin theme song you know that, like like the frantic piano uh-huh. the yeah. kind of sound yeah. like oh that that's how everybody gets into a big spooky thing <laughs> yeah 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 no and we know that these guys all like just like any TV show, you're going to break people off into pairs, like new different little groups. Cause, uh, there's like the weird angle where, um, what's her name? Nancy Wheeler used to date Steve. And then, um, Nancy thinks that Steve's dating Robin, who's really a lesbian, but she's closeted. Like mm-hmm. nobody knows she's a lesbian. So cause it's the eighties. Cause the eighties. Yeah. We gotta mm-hmm. keep that quiet. And so there's like a lot of weird angles, but then we, you end up liking Robin and Nancy hanging out together. Um, of course, because they get to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all good. Even if they play like anything jealous between like Nancy and what was her name again? The other one, uh, Robin, Maya Robin? Hawk. Yeah. The, like that doesn't make any sense. Like not, it's not that it doesn't make any sense in the book, in the storyline. I'm saying yeah. as far as the way that the show presents itself to to the audience, yeah, the we already love all the characters in that group. That right. it makes no sense for us to like, like, like wince at uh-huh. uh, at at a jealousy because we're yeah. like, oh no no no, Steve has no interest in you, Nancy. You have no interest in Steve, and Steve and this uh, and this girl have no interest in each other either. So this whole misunderstanding it, it falls on like it has no weight to it. Like well, there's literally. Okay, well no, but the thing is, what we're what they're setting up is basically and indirectly is that Steve and Nancy, it's seeming like are gonna get back together or right because the jonathan uh jonathan and nancy are on this long-term relationship they laid it on thick in that scene where they (laughs) cut between the two of them uh (laughs) talking about how much they love each other and how much they like all the different things they love about each other do you remember that scene uh yeah was that a you mean like a recap scene or was no, there no, like no. that's just a scene where oh. uh, Jonathan's friend and uh, the kid who runs the newspaper are each yeah. talking to their respective. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. And they're cross cutting and they're, they're cutting cross- back and yeah. forth while they're answering the other person's question. Kind of. <laughs> right. Right. But then we quickly realize like it's it's. Uh, but they don't. But they don't positions. play that. Like if you mm-hmm. play if you're playing that that like, oh, Nancy's getting like Nancy's getting a little bit like concerned about the distance and maybe it's not working out. Yeah. They don't at the both of those people deliver those speeches as if they 100% still believe that they feel no, no. all these feelings for that person yeah 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 you're at the beginning you're at the beginning you'll see okay all yeah, right yeah yeah just you'll check. see it's all set up it's all just set up in like the well, idea they did, they set well i'm saying it's like reset normally, like a reset if you're gonna pay off uh yeah. that trouble in paradise yeah this would be the place to set it up and it was not set up i'm just saying right the, right in this well, no, scene no. Yeah. trouble in paradise was not set up or uh-huh. it was set up and then knocked down and and been like that's what by I'm saying. The way it's, that they responded seems that everything's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like 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 we've talked about like with any good story, it's like that moment when the transition or the bad thing is going to happen in the in the situation, you know. So this is mm-hmm. like that time, you know. Like this is the transition point okay. of like an issue. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, we've been through three seasons with these people. I like them. It, it's <laughs> yeah. going to be hard to make me hate them or dislike right. this show that much, but I'm still going to yeah. be a little bit critical when you're when you're asking me to sit down for 90 minutes at a time. Sometimes, yeah, uh, I'm gonna be a little bit more critical of how you're spending my time. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I would just say yeah. that like uh, we all need to. We're only going to get so many more episodes of this. So like the idea that I'm getting 
the same amount of episodes, but like super size. So I just get more story, more time, more this, more that. The, I'm loving it. I think it was the host on page six, uh, podcast yeah. from the last podcast on the left network, yeah. uh, where they were saying like, but how about if there was no season four, like, like, like you like this show. And so more is good, like yeah. potato chips. Right. Right. But like, but like you will like potato chips well into it not being good for you anymore. Right. Like you can still uh, be like, oh, mm-hmm, these potato mm-hmm. chips are still very good, mm-hmm. and your body's like, oh no, this is bad now. Please stop, yeah. please stop. <laughs> but you're still like, but these are so good, right? Uh-huh. So like, the end of season three was a pretty like good ending. Like it was a pretty solid ending, with the except with the exception of Hopper ending up in Russia, like which we didn't know. S- we thought he was dead. Like we just thought he was straight uh, dead. Remember? No, there was an after. There was a post credits scene. No, but you uh, only see um. No, the, what they say is the, the American. They no, say no, the American no, no. and they show the They say the American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I was like, who the f- else is that going to be? It's, it's I know, Hopper. that's what of I. Of course it's Hopper. I knew, I, <laughs> as a TV person, I knew it was Hopper. I did too. And they show. Maybe non-TV people didn't think it was Hopper. Yeah, my brother did not know for sure if he was alive. Right. Because they so, just yeah. yeah, so if it's like If you're into people... taking television apart and seeing how it works, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that's why you're a little more clued in. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I thought it was pretty, like, I couldn't think of who else they could possibly be referring to. Right. No, I don't. No, no, no. But, I but like I, I said, aside from that, and yeah. Do we need if a season? He had passed if he had died. Yeah. Uh, if he had passed, if he had been <laughs> obliterated by an exploding superconductor that opens the wormholes into evil dimensions. Right. Not if he had passed away. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Okay. The ending would have been a good show. Do you think yeah. the the total Stranger Things season three package, three season package, would stand the test of time better? Or do you no. think this season four is gonna is gonna cap it off perfectly? Well, no, because I th- I think the they're building towards the perfect idea of like saying five seasons and and that's it kind of thing. Uh, but I thought yeah, this was the last already. What? Oh, I thought this was this the is last season. season. Four. No, no, no. This is season four. Ah, uh, well, I thought there was volume one. Did after this one. no 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 so that's what i'm saying like with that in mind like you can see how each season's building 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 on like how far we're going with this thing you know to all to the point ultimately where now it seems like the big bad is like literally like the under the un the uh upside down is going to become right side up maybe whoever's going to come in it's like it's growing well well obviously outside of uh hawkins like in you know like they found the portal in uh we have oh, no. Russian. what's that there's a Russian one. There, well, Russia doesn't have a portal. Remember, they oh, just have like they came they? over to Hawkins and they were doing an underground thing. Oh, they found another. That's gate. how they ended up. I thought that's. I thought there was like a like another portal, and that's how Hopper ended up over there. No, that was the gate. Though. That was in Hawkins under the mall. Remember, like under the mall was like. No, no, I know, gate. but Ho- but yeah. Hopper ended up in Russia. Oh. I thought that's how he ended up in Russia. No, so you see what happens at the uh, uh, episode like three or four. You'll see. Um, they so show, I said they at show some point in the show we're gonna spoil some more. Where this is yeah. the point, Dan? How does Hopper end up in Russia? So he just basically dives and gets out of the way of the blast that like yeah. Closed they show up. that in the second episode. Yeah. So he didn't go into the um. He didn't go into. Oh, the they thing. just found him. Yeah, yeah. He just survived. Just yeah, he uh, survived. He there's no teleportation no. of any kind. No, I see. I know what you're saying. I remember the now thinking that too. The simplest answer is really the be- is the most <laughs> obvious one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and you start to learn how the gates work with how like a gate can open. Um, 
because remember like they found it obviously like 11 opened uh, one of the gates in uh, Hawkins mm-hmm. and then the, the other gate was opened by the Russians with that big ass tool they had or whatever and so yeah. uh so now we're realizing this guy, this Vecna character that's become the big bad for that's, the season. And that's the that's a character from Dungeons and Dragons. I know so is Denver oh, right. and stuff, yeah. but yeah. I've actually seen in the bit of Dungeons and Dragons I've seen, yeah. I have seen the end of a campaign where Vecna does in fact show up. He is the right. big boss of the entire campaign. Yeah, yeah. But, but for yeah, sure this one is not he's the hand I don't in think the eye the, or a thing. That's that's an actual the hand in the eye. He's missing a hand and an eye. Uh, oh, not in this one though. Oh no! No, he's, oh, he seems to have so both hands in both. That's what I meant. To, that's yeah. what I meant to ask. Uh-huh. Uh, at the beginning of the second, or maybe at the end of the first episode, we see uh-huh. Vecna, right? Yeah. Uh, he's the monster person hanging from humanoid. a bunch of like uh, vines or something, right? Like, okay, crazy how things, is yeah. his look? Because as far as the first episode, he doesn't look that great. I would <sighs> be fine if he doesn't appear that often. Yeah, like I don't love when you show people like like characters or, like this, especially if they're not the awesome. If yeah, they're not amazing, right? Or if they're too humanoid. Like if you're too right. human, then mm-hmm. uh, I can say this: like ultimately, it, you kind of realize why they're in that shape. There's a reason, kind of that he is in that form. Okay. But at the same time, I do agree with you. Like it, it looks kind of like a bad swamp thingish kind of guy. You're right. Giving uh, me a logical reason that my brain can wrap around why something looks away is yeah. a half measure. That gets me halfway to liking it. 100% right. of the way would have been, I just like how it looks and I don't so care. Would it help you to know? Okay, yeah. So would it help you to know? Yeah, actually the Swamp Thing comparison just struck me as like really, really similar. So like mm. imagine if um, what happened in Swamp Thing, same thing, like a human person was pulled into the uh, the uh, upside down and then absorbed and like owned by the upside down and like living but like completely connected and part of it. So mm-hmm. whatever's covering them, like the swamp thing, they com- become one with it in a way. Okay. Is that okay? Is that okay for you? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah I get it. So he's so, like made of un- of upside down. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. right. Like he already had That's the powers. Awesome. He already had the stuff. It's just that now he's covered in stuff. Yeah. Wait, where did he get the powers? Oh, he's like he's 11. A, he's, a thi- he's the little oh, boy at the beginning sorry. that kills everybody. Oh, God. I'm not going to tell you anymore. You'll uh, see. Right. You'll see. But I it's mean, something... Uh, you're, on, you're on the right path. You're on the right path. The, they, okay. Yeah. That's something we didn't mention. Uh, yeah. There's that whole beginning uh, scene where uh, Brenner, Dr. Brenner, yeah. is running. Seems to be much more kindly than we, right. than I remember yep. sh- him being shown. Good is call. that something that's addressed? Yep. Yeah, okay. absolutely. He he. I'm assuming after after what happened, he comes back as a much angrier and more stern leader of this place because he mm-hmm. loved all of his workers and all the kids who lived there, and he's very sad that they're all dead. Um, no, there was like a full circle thing of like I think that was actually the more evil time, uh, and now he's like working his way back. Uh, in a That's way. Matthew Modine. That's Matthew Modine. That's yeah. got his name. Yep. Uh, glad to see Paul Reiser shows up again. Hopefully oh, so good. In a he's substantial place. Solid. Oh, Paul like, Reiser. Wow, yeah, he, yeah, he's just like the doctor dude who facilitates like making but things it, happen. Wasn't he the replacement Brenner? I thought so too, kind of. But um, when they do they interact? Yeah, and they if do. If they interact, they who yeah. seems like there is in charge between the two of them? Okay, so it's Paul Reiser's like facilitating the getting Brenner back into the mix so that they can get Eleven her powers. So then back, Reiser basically. is technically above him. Reiser is technically above him, but he needs to do anything. He needs 
Matthew Modine, you know? That's so it's fine. like, as he's kind of like the money. is higher kind of on, the the, on the totem pole. Yeah. That's all that I care about. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Good, good. For sure. But it's a good angle. It's like, a, it's a fun, yeah, how it, how it goes down. Like, I'm telling you this now, but you'll see how it goes down. And you'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. That's. Yeah, that's I'm going to watch thing. it. I mean, this is yeah. a show I watch. So what am I going to do? <laughs> Not? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, dude, is that like, I have a lot of shows that I'm juggling at any one time, but when a show like this comes out, this takes precedent and it's like, mm-hmm. why would I be watching anything else until this is done? Because it's just, you know, there's just so much juiciness there, you know, there's a lot of Get fun juice. It's, it's, uh, it's, they're not, they're not doing it wrong. Um, the, uh, the stranger things guys know how to do the fun stuff, how to put it into a little yeah. package of eighties nostalgia and not just nostalgia. They know how to pick the stuff from the eighties that felt good that you didn't right. realize felt good. Yeah, or you didn't realize that you really loved that specific element. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that is the even uh, like yeah, little mm-hmm. tweaks in the corners of things that you go like, ah, that just kind of completed a picture for me. And and there's that the right. feeling of the puzzle piece falling into place. You know, like, right? It's it's a lot of good stuff like that. So yeah, uh, exactly. Duffers know what they're doing. That's not to say there is another good TV uh, right now. Then the boys just came back. I'm gonna watch that. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm three episodes into the. The Obi, is it Obi oh. Wanker? Obi Wanker and Obi? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's how the, that's the pistols, weird. that's how the sex pistols say it. Hey, save, uh, save your wanker talk till we talk I will. Obi. We're, gonna, we're we'll all going to get a yeah. big old circle wank for uh, Obi Wank and Obi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on TV right now. Uh, it's all worth watching, but uh, I'll, I will be at the end of this season of of uh, Stranger Things to recap. Well, maybe, or maybe we wait to volume two early July. Oh, I was thinking and of then, that. I meant the oh, end okay. of volume two. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. The full, full, full season. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there'll be a lot. I just heard that the last episode, episode nine, is two and a half hours long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. This is, that's why I was that's, doing the uh, Game of Thrones compa- uh, comparison. Because yeah. didn't they also have two final episodes that were like two hours long? I don't know. I don't remember one going over 90 minutes, I thought. Maybe. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But they. Just, All right, yeah. down to watch. We could be wrong. On that note, <laughs> adios. Later. Down to watch.